Now then, welcome to the Social Media Podcast. How are you doing? This is Simon Scholes here, founder and creative director of Perception Studios. Thank you very much, as always, for joining me. Uh, today, as always, we're going to be listening to the audio back from this morning's Days Confused and Generally Buggered, which is my daily live video, which I'm putting out all the time at the moment to try and help answer your social media and video questions that you have uh, burning inside you right now during this craziness that we're all called lockdown and COVID-19. Uh, don't forget, if you are interested, you can sponsor the live daily broadcast and all the content that comes from it, including this podcast, uh, for a weekly basis. So please do get in touch if you're interested in that. My email address is in the section below. And without further ado, shall we get started? The Social Media Podcast with Simon Scholes. Tips, hints and great content ideas. Good morning. How are you diddling? Excellent. Me too. Thank you very much for asking. Welcome to the social... No, it's not the social media podcast. <laughs> well, it is in a way, uh, but it's Dazed and Confused, my daily live video. The social media podcast goes out in an evening, which is taken from this anyway. Uh, but anyway, welcome to Dazed and Confused, my daily live video uh, where I talk to you about different aspects of social media and also answer all of your social media and video questions that you get into me during the live broadcast or overnight on email. So today we've got a few emails have come through, so we're going to go through those. We're going to talk about trending topics as well and what you should be doing as a business and as a brand to use those to your best advantage. Um, and yeah, that's kind of where we're going to go with it. So uh, good morning to you if you've just joined us. Uh, hello if you're watching right now on Instagram Live like Peter Skelton is, or on Twitch, Periscope, Twitter, YouTube, or Facebook, whichever one of the platforms you're watching on. And hello to Ed who's just joined us just now on Facebook as well. So um, first things first, who am I? I am Simon Scholes. I'm the founder and creative director of Perception Studios. We're an award-winning visual marketing agency. We help brands and businesses with video, animation, aerial, photography, graphical, anything visual side of content for their brand and for their business. We specialize in creating social media content, but we create all sorts of different types of things, taking brands and businesses from the very beginning, the creation pro uh, side of the project, all the way through to the final delivery of the project as well, and even through to distribution if that's something they need help with. However, a few years ago, it became quite obvious to me that not necessarily every brand and business had that ongoing larger budget for their marketing to have content created all the time for them. So to try and help them understand that consistency is important on social media, I came up with a process that allowed them to have content on a regular basis that they could create themselves for free free my favorite four letter word i am a yorkshireman i like free stuff i called it how to nine times your social media and i turned it into a book and um, it went to number one i've created loads of content on it i've done these daily live broadcasts for the last 10 weeks seven days a week with that content and uh, hopefully you've got some value out of it and you can actually go away and start making more content yourself that won't cost you anything to make uh, good morning to miles as well who's just joined us this morning uh, it is a very very wet morning indeed, um, and I'm glad your thumb is on the mend because um, he put a nail through it the other day. Anyway, right, shall we get started? Because trending topics is quite an interesting subject matter, I think. Um, a lot of people are not too sure what trending actually means to start with, so we'll start there and then we'll just go on. Uh, so trending happens across all sorts of different platforms, be it YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You get trending um, topics and trending hashtags. 
So trending essentially means that that particular hashtag or that particular subject matter is being spoken about a lot by lots of different people. Now on YouTube, it's slightly different, but on every other platform, it's it's been talked about a lot. On YouTube, YouTube tend to choose what they want to be trending, um, and it tends to be things that have had money put behind them. A bit controversial. We're not going to go into it. Um, but so, yeah, it's not videos that have been watched a lot. It's more videos that they deem will make more money. It's it's a weird way the algorithm works. Um, so we won't go too much into the video side of things on YouTube. However, videos can trend um, on lots of different platforms as well. So don't just worry about YouTube. You've got video content on LinkedIn. You've got video content on Facebook and lots of other places. But the whole point is, is that that piece of content specifically is usually getting a lot of interaction, which means more people are talking about the subject matter, which means that subject matter becomes a trending topic. So it could be anything. For example, there's a video that's just come out this morning, quite a sad one. Um, and actually, it's a lot of people have connected it to Vic Reeves. If you want to find it, go and have a look on, uh, on Twitter. Um, and basically, it's quite an interesting way to look at how trending can, can work, whether it's a good or a bad subject matter. Um, so yeah, lots of, lots of different types of content can actually trend. Now, the question... I get asked now and again is, should I jump on trends? Should I be making content specifically to a trend? So you've got to weigh up the pros and cons of this. So for example, this Vic Reeves video that's out at the moment, it's not anything to do with Vic Reeves, by the way. It's just he's mentioned in the content quite a lot that has republished this piece of video content. Um, it's not a good trend to jump on. The person involved in the video is obviously not very well. and that jumping on that and making content around that would not be a good idea for any brand or business. Um, even for anybody who might potentially be a, a social worker or a psychologist or what have you, um, it's still not a good place to be jumping in on a trend. So there are trends that you should jump on and the trends that you shouldn't. So you need to weigh up the pros and cons. Is it going to be bad publicity for you? And I know they say all publicity is good publicity, but not necessarily. Are you jumping on something that's a bandwagon just for the hell of it? Or are you jumping on it because you've truly got a reason to jump onto that trend? So if you um, are a pizza shop and somebody has put out a really great piece of content around about, um, I don't know, a cabbage cream egg pizza, then you recreating that pizza and making content around that, absolutely fine. That's going to work really, really well for you. However, if you are selling pens and then you just print a pen with a pizza printed on the side of it just to try and jump onto that trend, probably not the best way to be going. So you need to weigh up why you would be jumping in on a trend for your brand and for your business and whether that would work for you. There's a lot of different platforms out there and a lot of different trending topics and there's different trends on all the different top on the different platforms as well so like i say vic reeves will be trending on twitter right now probably not on instagram not on facebook and most definitely not on linkedin so you've got to find those ones that are probably going to work the best for you 
as well. So think about your business, think about your brand. Uh, Peter Skelton, I know, is a um, driving instructor. So he would need to then look at content that would draw people into his driving instructions. So, and his school and, and the classes that he runs. So maybe it's um, an idiot's video who's gone viral. Maybe somebody's crashed into a car and Peter could just dive in and go, look, the reason this happened is because of X, Y, and Z. Uh, stay safe. And if you want to chat to me about having lessons and do so or he could um film people's reactions um for um passing their tests and that kind of thing and try and create training top content because creating a trend is even a better way to go uh, because as a brand and as a business if you can create a trend everything comes back to you eventually lots of other people will republicize republish the video but generally the video is still always your original video so there's a really good chance then that your subject could go viral if you create content that has reason to go viral be it right now we all need a bit of fun a bit of a laugh so absolutely fine put that out or it be something unusual or it just generally be something that's giving value and lots and lots of people should see it so lots and lots of people share it but you've got to, when it comes to trending, there's, you've got to be so careful. You've got to be so careful. You've got to be jumping on the trends for the right reason. People will see it and they can smell shit a mile away. Trust me. You can go onto things like TikTok and search through people's feeds and see people taking part in trends and getting absolutely ripped apart because they've just taken part in a trend for the hell of it rather than actually taking part in a trend because they should be taking part in a trend. So don't just create content for the hell of creating content. Do it for the right reasons. Get in on a trend early. So stay on top of trends. Go onto platforms and suss out what is actually trending quite well and, um, and, and dive in. LinkedIn is another great place to be trending, but their trending platform works differently to other trending platforms. So on LinkedIn, it's specifically tied to your piece of content. So what they do is they look at the interaction on your content, the comments, the likes, the shares that your piece of content gets, and then look at the hashtags that you've put into that content. If you've put no hashtags in, you ain't going to trend. But if you've put hashtags into your content on LinkedIn, then what they will do is they'll look at those hashtags and go, well, this content's got a lot of interaction. That hashtag there that is used actually has a he's got a good chance of jumping into the top 10 on there the rest of them um have been used by more people and they're more popular than him but this one right here actually looks pretty good and then they'll keep an eye on it and then after about three or four days they go right okay you're trending and they put you trending on that particular subject matter that particular hashtag but it is dedicated to the content not specifically to the actual words that are within the content so like i say on on twitter you would go onto twitter and down the sidebar or on um on the app you would be able to see what is trending on the latest news and all that kind of stuff and it would be tied back to words that are used within tweets or hashtags that have been used within tweets but it's the number of tweets that have had that hashtag and that that wording put into it linkedin very different they will trend your piece of content specifically and push it out to a wider audience um so you need to sit down Suss out how all the different platforms work, how you want to tie your content into something that's trending, and then tie it into that trending subject. But create content that is going to tie back to your business well, rather than creating content just for the hell of it. So police chase, brilliant. Create content for that if you're a driving school instructor. If it's somebody mowing a lawn, probably don't create content for that as a driving instructor. It's not going to work for your brand.
So there's reasons why and reasons why you shouldn't be tying your content back into trending content. And you need to understand why you would be in the first place rather than just jumping on a bandwagon and hoping that you're going to ride the wave of that trend just because you want more views, because that's not what it's about. Vanity metrics. Anyway, hopefully that's kind of explained trending a little bit. It's a it's a difficult subject to kind of cover off in 10 minutes because there are so many different aspects of it across all the different platforms. They all work very, very differently. Like I say, YouTube works alongside what they think is going to make revenue. LinkedIn works on the content individually. Facebook and Twitter work on the content that's been pushed, being seen a lot. Uh, Instagram works on stuff that's been seen a lot, but people actually liking that content coming from one particular person as well. Um, it's They're all over the place. So you need to understand how each one trends, but look for what's trending or what's going to likely trend across multiple platforms, or even better, like I say, create your own trend. Easier said than done. That's why you come and chat to a creative agency like us. Anyway, right, shall we move on to your questions this morning? Uh, if you've got any questions about social media, about video, stick them in the comments on the channel that you're watching right now. We'll do our best to get through them before Max wakes up because it's been a bit of a weird morning. We went out for a walk. He fell asleep on the walk. He's in bed right now. He could wake up at any minute. So we're going to blast through these questions. And if you've got any questions at all, ask them right now and uh, hopefully we'll get around to them as well. Quick hello to um, Osk, Osk and B underscore Newbury. Oh, uh, Oxford Street Kitchen and Bar. Um, it's uh, part of the Checkers Hotel in um, in Newbury. It took me a moment there to uh, suss that out. Anyway, right, answering your questions this morning. Uh, so John has asked the question, uh, I'm starting a consulting business, but I don't know where to start. Is that it? Okay, I'm not a business coach, but what I would definitely recommend is if you know what you're going to be consulting, because so many people just think, I'm going to start a consulting business and then don't really know what they're going to be consulted about. But if you understand what you're going to be consulted about, the next step is understand who you're going to be consulting for. What is your avatar? I've spoken about this many, many times over the last 10 weeks, seven days a week. But if you don't know who you're going to be selling to, there's no point. So understand who your avatar is, sit down and work it out. Find somebody who's created documentation that will help you work out who your avatar is. There's somebody I've worked with in the past who has a document. I will put it in the link in the description below. Uh, Julia Blake, Blake Consultants. They've got a great avatar uh, worksheet, which help, will help you work out who your avatar is. Basically, your avatar is the perfect customer. Are they male, female? What age are they? Where are they in the country? Do they have children? Where do they go on holiday? What kind of hobbies do they have? All those kind of things so that you can then create content specifically to them that will talk to them. Because the problem is if you end up with a too wider an area, too wide a net, you end up creating content that's going to appeal to Bob who's 57. But actually, you've not realized it yet because you've not sat down and done it, but your ideal avatar is Sarah who's 25. So... Bob, who's 57, is really enjoying your content but never going to buy what it is that you do. But Sarah, who's 25, well, she's not that keen on your content, but she'd love to buy what it is that you do, but she's not really getting any value from you, so she'll go to your competitor who she does. So you need to sit down, work out who your avatar is, and then you can move on into social digital content and uh, everything else that goes alongside that as well. Hopefully that helps you, John. Um, and hopefully you're not just one of these people who just goes, well, I want to make some money. I'm going to be a consultant and then not really know what they're going to consult. Um, 
Sarah asked the question, uh, what's the how to now times your social media process you mentioned yesterday? Um, I've mentioned it pretty much every single day, Sarah, but basically it is a process of creating one piece of content that will allow you then to create many pieces of content from that singular piece basically making the content you've got work harder for you. Um, I do have a book on it, which you can get and download for free. It's in the section below. The link is down there. And tomorrow, because tomorrow is my final daily live broadcast, we're going to still keep doing the broadcast, just not seven days a week, because tomorrow is my final daily live broadcast. Tomorrow, we're going to go through the how to nine times your social media process as best as we can throughout the broadcast um, over 30 minutes or so. So you can either tune in tomorrow and watch that, or you can download my book right now, get it for free. The link is in the section below. And not only that, you can then come back and watch the broadcast tomorrow so that you can ask any questions um, if you've had a chance to have a read through my book that quickly. Um, but basically, the idea is that you can create more content from one singular piece of content, make that work harder for you so that you end up with more stuff that you can use on social media on one specific subject matter rather than confusing yourself and your audience with multiple subjects across multiple channels um, and just having a really weird, muddied message across everything. Hope that helps. Um, and finally, just quickly check and see if we've got anything else here. Peter Skelton, give me a thumbs up. Thumbs up to Peter Skelton as well. Um, Chris is asking, what's the best software to edit videos on? Um, Chris, depends on your machine. I'll be absolutely honest with you. It is horses for courses. Linear editing is linear editing. They all have different um, things that you can play with and, and, and do. Um, me personally, I use Final Cut Pro X on my Mac, um, on this and on my MacBook Pro as well. Um, however, on your phone, you can download apps like iMovie if you've got an Apple phone, or InShot as well. InShot is a free app uh, that you can use on both the iPhone and Android as well. And InShot is also a program you can download on your computer on PC and on Mac, completely free. iMovie you can download on your Mac, completely free. Adobe Premiere, you pay for it. Final Cut Pro, you pay for it. Um, there's lots of other pieces of software out there. It's kind of finding the one that works best for you right now and that you can potentially afford right now as well. Um, Adobe Premiere is part of the Creative Cloud Suite. You pay every single month for it. So if you want to use it, that's great. But remember, you're going to have a monthly bill. Uh, Final Cut Pro, you pay once, you never pay again. Uh, but once they do an upgrade, so once they do Final Cut Pro 11, X will be obsolete and X will not get the updates of 11. You'll have to buy version 11, but that's not going to come for a while. Uh, InShot, like I say, completely free. They have some things that you can pay for, um, some in-app purchases and also in-program purchases, so be aware of that. Um, but, yeah, it's finding the one that works for you. If you've got a Mac, I would definitely recommend iMovie. Just download iMovie. It's completely free. gives you a rough idea of how inline um, linear editing works. Basically, that means lots and lots of different things on lots of different levels and how it works and all that kind of stuff and audio. Um, and you can play around with that. And hopefully that will will help, but that's free. So if you've got a Mac, download it completely free um, and make use of it and learn the basics of editing on there before you start spending some money on a piece of editing software. You might find that you love it so much you never need anything else. I don't know what you're going to be editing. If you're just editing like a blog, a vlog, and then actually topping and tailing stuff and just sticking it in and chopping out big gaps and what have you, that's absolutely perfect for. Um, but when it comes down to doing 
more subtle things, different transitions, different types of animation, maybe uh, chroma keying, which is green screen and all that kind of stuff. You can do it, but it, it's better on different software. Um, so yeah, it depends on what you're going to be using it for, Chris. But those are just some of the, the softwares I would suggest. Like I say, InShot, iMovie on your phone, InShot, iMovie, Final Cut Pro, Premiere, lots of other ones out there as well available on the computer. So find what works best for you and give it a go. And uh, let me know in the comments as well which one you uh, finally went for. That would be cool. Okay, um, let's have a quick look here. Uh, what are some common social media mistakes businesses make? The most common social media mistake businesses make is not posting often enough um, and not understanding who they're talking to. So the, the, the big one that a lot of people do is they will not post enough. So then they will go, oh, well, right, I better post something on Instagram. So they post something on Instagram. And then they go, oh, crap, I've not posted on Facebook either. So they'll post something completely different on Facebook and then something completely different on LinkedIn, and another message on Twitter. So they end up with a scattergun, mudded approach that really confuses the audience because they don't know what they're talking about because it's different messages on every single platform, and they've not posted often enough either. So they'll they'll do that, and then three weeks later they'll go, oh, crap, I haven't posted anything on Instagram again, and they do that. and then they do. So you need to be posting. It's consistency for a lot of businesses, understanding they need to be posting more regularly, more constant content. Um, and then on top of that, it's actually having a plan in place. So many people and so many businesses will put together a plan for the business for the year, but they don't put together a marketing plan. So they've no idea what they're going to be talking about and when they're going to be talking about it. And every business can do it. Every single business can do it, put together a plan because there's different events happening throughout the year that every business has, can kind of tie their, their stuff back into. Obviously, right now, we're in a very strange situation. If I was an accountant, I would be looking at the next um, tax repayment, which is due the end of this month, I think it is, the end of June, isn't it, or beginning of July, whenever it is. Um, what's going on with furlough, all that kind of stuff, um, tax that they can get back, how they can get help with rent, all those kind of things. That's kind of the content I would be completely setting my my mind on and putting into my marketing plan so basically i i recommend most businesses put together like a, a like a default marketing plan just like you'd have a default work diary what are you going to do if you are not doing anything in particular work wise what's the default thing you're going to fall back into then that would be the same of a marketing plan because obviously you should do a marketing plan at the start of the year. Not everybody does, but you should. So you've got them that 365 days or 12, 12 months, whatever, plan in place. Coronavirus hits, your plan has to change. That's absolutely fine. My plan changed completely. I had everything planned out. I do, I do it over a couple of weeks. I call it Hell Week, even though it's Hell Fortnight. Um, and I put together all my content. I know what I'm going to be talking about. I've got a plan in place. And then coronavirus hit, and it was like, shit. What am I going to do? And I changed my plan. I started doing the daily live broadcasts. I planned out a few months worth of broadcasts, knowing that we would probably be in this situation for at least three months. Um, and that's essentially why I've done. I've done three months worth of content, um, helping break down lots of different things. So I think that's one of the most common mistakes. So don't put a plan in place. They end up muddying the, the, the message. Everyone gets confused and they're not doing consistently enough. There's a lot of other stuff that they make mistakes on, um, but that kind of ties down to individual channels uh, rather than just overall mistakes. Um, so hopefully, Facebook user, because it doesn't say who you are, um, but hopefully 
that's answered your question. Uh, let's have a quick look on Instagram. Nothing there. And no more questions right now coming through on the normal broadcast. So I'm going to call it a day right now. <clears throat> we will be back tomorrow for the final daily live, Dazed and Confused. That's a lot of dailies. But um, anyway, we'll be back tomorrow for the last one. Um, and then we'll go into a whole new schedule. I'll talk to you about that tomorrow. So join me tomorrow for the last Dazed and Confused. We're going to go through the how to nine times your social media process so that you can understand what it is you can do yourself for free, how you can create more content, how you can get more stuff out there on one singular message, removing that friction for lots and lots of different people and uh, creating lots and lots of content that you can put out and uh, make good use of. Anyway, right, I will see you tomorrow. If you're brand new, please do hit the subscribe button, whatever platform you are watching on. Um, and also, while you're at it, move the mouse or your thumb ever so slightly to one side, click the share button and share this content with your audience if you think they're going to get value from it. If it's just a bunch of mates who won't, don't bother. Doesn't matter. And not you don't have to share it. But if you think people who follow your content will get value from this content, please hit the share button. Get them to watch it as well. Build the audience. We'll get more people watching the content on a regular basis. More questions coming in, the more the merrier, as they say. And until tomorrow, stay safe. Um, wrap up in waterproofs if you go outside. It is very damp out there. And I will see you tomorrow morning about the same time. I just don't know. Well, it all depends on nap time, but we'll be talking about the how to nine times your social media process. So until then, have a good one. Bye. This was a Perception Studios production.